What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the MPP, the Noah and Patrick podcast. This is episode number 69. And we got a special guest on today, making his second appearance, part two, Eros Gonzalez Lopez. What's up, everybody? It's been a, it's been a while. Yeah. And uh, what, what episode what was the last one? 40-something? Or maybe even... No, it was, tr- was the redesign, right? Yeah. When was that, 20s? 25? 25? Dang. Yeah. It was early in your career. <laughs> in our, our adventures. 25. Yeah. Oh, also... I just want to give a shout out to you, Eros. I don't know if you know this, but Eros is now the most listened episode on the episode. Yeah, that is true. Uh, he passed uh, Cameron. He passed um, Cameron. Yeah. Yes. I think now you uh, you're beating Cameron by one. So uh... I'll take it one point. All you need. <laughs> one listen. Yeah, because Cameron was four episodes after you, and then he took like a pretty big lead for a while. Like, he got a lot of listens like in the first like three days, and then nice. you you caught up like you had a gradual increase. You you were steady. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm like the the what the turtle from that store. I forgot the name. The, yeah, the the hair the, and the the hair. That's the, yeah, the turtle yeah. and the hair. Hair and the turtle. Hair of the dog. I the don't hairy know. turtle. The hairy the turtle. Hairy turtle. Well, there you yeah. go. My favorite bedtime story. No. Nah. Who wins? Uh, the, the, turtle. the hairy turtle. Yeah. yeah the hairy okay. turtle. <laughs> yeah. So. Eros has been doing a lot of stuff lately. He's been uh, promoting a lot of his stuff on Instagram. I see it all the time. Working on new projects. Is there anything you want to want to tell us about here? Any any big updates to your career? I guess. Yeah. So one of the biggest ones I. I've been working on lately is uh, my portfolio because I realized that the one I used to have was very messy and kind of just a, like a, I just dumped whatever I, I did like whether that was schoolwork or or uh, a personal project of mine and it was just very messy so on and off throughout the summer after um, the fall semester I just started slowly working on it doing a bunch of iterations on it and I'm I'm, I'm finally happy to say that this is it like this is my final portfolio I'm just give I just gave it to my one of my professors to kind of look through it and give me any last pointers or like last details to fix but that has been probably the biggest project of the summer for me just finding the projects that I want to showcase as my best work and hopefully send it out to recruiters and uh, for anyone that wants a logo they, they can see my work so how yeah. many how many is there in the portfolio that you need? Or um, well, is it very yeah. So I know like the standard for like an entry level or like a college student portfolio is around four four projects, and I did three for I did three for different businesses, and then I put one personal one on there that we did during class. But I'm really proud of this one, so <laughs> that's why I added it. One of them was actually for a. A business here in Monterey, Recycled Records. Um, I go there all the time, so I'm, I'm kind of I have a I have a connection there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I was able to get the the gig there, 
And then the other two were was uh, for this the same guy, but he owns like two different businesses, um, which I really vibed with because one of them was very music oriented. He plays saxophone and he wanted to uh, incorporate his love of music and him playing the saxophone with his entertainment agency. Um, and then the other one was like a, was an educational one for inner cities, kids and to merge like the aquatic world and kind of like, uh, yeah, just educate like youths of color uh, on swimming, dang. which I thought was really cool. I was like, dang, these projects are really cool. Like you're not, you know, you're not like the next, you're not thinking too much about like the money or whatever. You're like, I want to incorporate my community in these projects. And I like that a lot. That's cool. Yeah. So we're each like each logo pretty different from one another or is it like yeah um, <laughs> yeah so like you weren't doing like the same thing for each company it was like kind of a different style for each yeah so like the one for recycled records I mean it's a record store right so very retro they wanted something very old school but yeah. kind of with a modern take um then I I kept their original record design like just the 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 record they used but i added i went ahead and did like typography stuff around it so i i, I changed their I, I mean i can show you guys i mean i know i can't show the viewers <laughs> or i mean the listeners Fine. sorry <laughs> but uh i can link it to you guys and you guys can also give your input on it yeah but the one recycled records very retro type uh color palette like orange blue the modern take I did with it was using gradients because I really like using gradients. I'm, I'm like a sucker for uh, gradient color palettes. Uh, the one for Soulful was very interesting because I mixed the saxophone with an S, right? Um, mm -hmm. You can probably see on my sketches on there. Um, but that was kind of hard to come up with like a concept. Like I, I kind of took a few hours just trying to like think and then I uh, uh, just through looking at inspiration, I was able to, to find like, oh, you can do something with negative space and uh, closure. This That's is, how I came up with it. This that. is pretty cool how you have your portfolio. Portfolio. Like, I've worked on it for a hot while, man. I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I, I was like, oh, how, am I, how do I see the finished project? Duh, you got to click on this. Click on the mm -hmm. photo. Yeah, there's right. a little bit of. I don't know. I don't know if you had trouble now, but oh no, I I never have any trouble like okay. that with this kind yeah. of stuff. You know, yeah, I'm a natural at all these things. Figuring no, out, yeah, know, he's just a natural designer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just a as they say, Renaissance man. I do a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest one was definitely soul swimming. Yeah, because uh, they I don't know maybe it's a little hard for them to explain what they wanted initially. So I just kind of tackled it with wow. my perspective and how I would have just approached it. Um, so I just did like, they wanted the circle, I mean the O and soul, S-O-L, yeah. to be the sun. And that that's basically what they told me. That's like, all they gave you? More or less, but I didn't yeah. realize that they wanted like like a background and all like, like a lot more to it. So I approached it with this minimalistic approach, right? Just like, you know triangles around the, the o and it looks like a sun and maybe you got some waves but then we communicated more and then it's like oh okay you wanted something a lot different than this 
So right. I went ahead and did like a psychedelic sun, right? You can yeah. see on the portfolio. And they did like that one. But then I pitched them like another idea that I had. And that was another minimal approach, but using the sun they wanted, like a psychedelic um, sun. And then I went ahead and did like a golden ratio um, wave uh, in the center. And they, they ended up loving that design. But he, like, he did tell me that like, his team was very decided, like they were split. Some people were like, no, I like the retro looking one. No, I like the modern one. But I think they liked the modern one more because it's, it's a better logo type. Like you can, just by looking at the sun, you, you can say, oh, that's soul swimming. Yeah. You know, it's a recognizable logo as the, the other one needs the entire thing. This one can be, you know, just by itself and you'll know what it is. Yeah, and you can also, like, with just that sun, you really don't need the, you know, the S and the L or something swimming. Yeah, exactly. Like, just looking at the illustration itself, you know what it is. So there's, like, no other company with that, like, that kind of logo or... Not that I know. Right? Yeah. As far as we know. (laughs) As as far as I know, Uh, you know, I'm good or, you know it's original it's pretty cool to see like what you first started with and then like what you ended up with because when you first started kind of this is what kind of fuel that you had right in the beginning yeah with the with the o and the just like the triangles so. yeah actually like that i that's something i love about design like the iteration process like being able to start with you know one or two concepts and then just developing them, right? Like, yeah, sure, it might take you, you know, a long time or a few tries to, to find what you want, but you get to see this process. You get to see it evolve slowly. And I really, really like about, I really like that about design. Um, I talked about it on my new reel, actually, <laughs> a little bit if you read the caption. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, I really like how you show like the whole process here. It's pretty cool. Uh, but what would you say here? is the hardest thing so is the hardest thing actually making it or getting the people to like give you the like everything you need to make it because i know you said right now that the sun thing you guys got kind of mixed up you didn't know Mm -hmm. exactly what they wanted so what's harder actually making the product or getting the person you're making it for to uh, explain what they want like the best that they can i think oh man that's a good one I never really thought about it, I suppose, (laughs) too well. I think that depends on the client, right? Because you can have a client that is really involved and knows what they want. Exactly. And then you nail it on the first try, right? And that's also on me, too. I have to squeeze as much detail and ask as much questions as I can. Um, And I guess I didn't really do that for this project as well as I should have. But, you know, you learn from these things, right? Um, so I learned that I need to maybe be a little bit more involved and ask, you know, questions. Um, but the design process can also be a little tedious. You can also start getting a little like too involved in it. Like, no, 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 I need to move this, uh, this letter five pixels to the left. Oh no, I got to move it. Like the little things to start the, getting in exactly. the way. Yeah. yeah. That really gets annoying at times. And that's when you at least for me, that's when I need to just need to step away and do whatever I need to do, whether that's like 
playing my guitar or like watching youtube video for like 10 20 minutes then come back to it and be like okay you know what nah i don't need to move it five pixels to the left all right so it's a little bit of both i would say the communication aspect and the design aspect too so but i do love the design aspect the most because it's hands which which one so i i'm gonna guess that the monterey zoo was your personal one that you liked ding 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 dude that's my favorite honestly it uh, looks so cool yeah it looks so clean i love the color on it like it just pops out oh thank you and we'll, we'll i thank mean we'll right. definitely post the link in our probably the bio and then on like the on twitter and instagram so you guys can see it oh thank you yeah uh but this is i think this one's my favorite they're all oh. great but i think this the zoo one is just something about it you know i like i, I like your... lion and yeah i liked your sketches on this one like you had like <laughs> what is, what's the like the fourth one it was like a what is that a tree or something oh yeah the the oh, one that God. has uh what's it called like the one like above, the, the one face. yeah the one below the lion like walking through those o's it's like a tree yeah i <laughs> yeah i wanted to maybe incorporate like a lion face within like a a jumbled up tree i guess right like the tree branches mm-hmm. um because you you can right like it's negative space that would show um yeah kind of like i don't know if you've seen those paintings that are like it looks like old people but it's like hands intertwined or something uh like, yeah. like right like yeah like, like you see something you see, else but it's yeah. like two different pictures you can see in it yeah yeah, yeah. exactly that's kind of what i was called, trying to yeah. go for but in the end, I ended up going with the second uh, design because um, I wanted to practice like a concept that I've always been intrigued with. And it's like the golden ratio approach, which involves using um, circles made from the golden spiral. Um, it, it's a whole thing. It's like a 20 minute video I saw on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like one of that was probably like the third or fourth project I used using that technique. Um, and I can definitely see my improvement for sure from like the first time I approached it. So. Just so interesting looking at the different iterations. Yeah. So would you say that maybe you uh, learn something new in every single one that you've done, uh, at least these four right here in your portfolio, or you kind of just uh, used everything you knew in each one? You know what I mean? Like all your yeah skills so yeah for sure you know i use my tools the tools i've gathered uh but i think i definitely learned something new in each one right like the one in school that was a way of me showing like my progression through the golden ratio approach Mm -hmm. um because i wasn't good at it at first i was i was so bad at it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but eventually i landed on the lion right um for the one for recycled records i think color palettes i I used the most because i was like one of the first like real client i had (laughs) right uh and i didn't really want to disappoint so Mm -hmm. i approached this the way i would approach any other like school project (laughs) so i pretended basically my school my, my teacher just gave me this assignment and i'm like okay approach it like i do any project black and white first and then i was like oh my god they want color (laughs) uh better not mess it up and so i thought about like what colors to use and so i thought 
okay, blue for Monterey, like uh, orange pops because it's a complementary color, right? Uh, to blue, and then I went with the gradient because it it made it a little bit lighter. I think it contrasted the the solid blue on the text a little better. Uh, Soul Entertainment was very cool too because that was someone I didn't know. Right, so I think I learned a lot about communicating and like making a contract and and, sh and shit. Because uh, I, that was my first time making like a freelance contract, and I was so nervous. <laughs> I was like, you, oh my god, get your lawyers figuring out like well, a good not, price. Yeah, basically. Because <laughs> I did make this dude sign it. Like I sent him like a an Adobe sign document, and. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was nerve-wracking for me because I had never done that. Like, Recycled Records was... Yeah, Recycled <laughs> Records was a friend, right? Like, I yeah. knew them. I, I go to the store all the time. So it's like, yeah, I know, it's cool, right? I trust you. But this random guy reached out and he's like, I don't know you. I think I got to I gotta secure a deposit <laughs> you gotta first. You something in writing. <laughs> yeah. And then the last one, I, I think I learned definitely asked questions for sure like be a little more thorough with a client debrief because I'm, I'm a very shy person either way like especially when it comes to strangers so I get really like tense and I'm like hello hi how you doing <laughs> yeah you know? yeah I, know what I think that's just me yeah I was uh I was looking on your Instagram and uh the on the EGL design um that grand Molo, like my big break yeah like what the heck <laughs> 2050 people liked it it's pretty crazy yeah all right so that was, that was i like that story a lot actually um so there's this uh a vlogger or youtuber uh, he really posts whatever honestly um how many subscribers does he have i think he has like 30 mil or something let's just double check his name is luisito comunica um and he has exactly uh, 36.7 million Jeez, subscribers. And he owns, yeah, he owns a tequila brand. He, he owns Gran Malo. And then he was in, I believe, Colombia. He was in Colombia for like uh, a trip. And in Colombia, they sell liquor in like little juice boxes. And, and out of... I don't know if he was serious or a joke or whatever, but like on his stories, he's like, oh, I want people to design a, a carton uh, juice box for my brand, my tequila brand. And I, my mom sent that to me, actually. <laughs> she was like, oh, you should do it. And I'm like, I don't know. I have a massive headache right now. I really don't want to think about design. And so after I showered, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, like, I'll take like an hour out of my day. And just mock something up and uh i tried to use his his logos and just kind of rearrange it and add my own flair to it which is getting rid of like unnecessary detail which i i i i, I like i like minimalism <laughs> so i just um got rid of some of the um, extra writing and i just made it simple little juice box i added a the, Mex the, the Mayan calendar as a background. It's very faint, you, like you can barely see it, but like it's there as more of like a texture. Um, and then I um, left the line, the, the brand name and added like some of the logos on there. And 
Yeah, I mean, it gained decent attraction when I posted it, but like the next morning, I got a, a DM from the company itself. And, and I, I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> right? And they, their message said like, hey, can you send us like the, the original photo so we can post it on our feed? And I'm like, like, yeah, of course, you know? And I sent it over to them. And that's that, right? I was just happy that they, they even liked it. If they didn't post it, it was fine. My day was made. <laughs> you know and i went out to do some errands came back and then i got another notification from my phone that said luisito comunica has mentioned has mentioned you in their stories and i'm like what are you serious you know like this dude that i watch on youtube um just casually says like egl designs and in my head it's like i made it I did it. <laughs> yeah, that's I was just happy. I, I was just happy that he that he saw it. You know, yeah. that was that made my day. You know, like the fact that that he mentioned it. He mentioned me. They posted it on like uh, the the Gran Malo. Yeah, on their Instagram. on their page. Yeah, I saw that. And I was the cover too. Like I yeah, was you... the first one posted. Yeah. And it's it, to me, it, it felt like such a proud moment just seeing my name like. You know, because I kind of watermarked it a little bit, like on the on the left hand corner, it says Eros Gonzalez Lopez. Just seeing that, it it, it was it was a great day for me. And then I received thousands of followers, or well, not thousands, but uh, you know, a good chunk. Like, uh, I think how many do I have now? Like one point two on the on your EGL one. Yeah, yeah, one point two. I went from like a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Because I was just I looking at it right 100. now. You had like an uh, uh thanks for a hundred followers like two weeks before that, and then exactly. and then you went to yeah twelve hundred. Exactly right. So th- to me, this was insane. I thought it was funny too, like because like for two days straight, I just kept getting on my phone, and yeah, I got a I got a few clients out of that one. Um. I'll be fair. I mean, some of them did flake. So, (laughs) I mean, eh. it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, like someone didn't even want to pay the deposit. And I did, I did (laughs) like their, I like their concept. But, uh, you gotta be careful. They just wanted a free one. Should have mocked it up and been like, Hey, should have paid me. Yeah. I mean, I could totally still do it. Like, you know, but I, 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 I'd feel like shit if I just stole this guy's console. That's not, that's not right. Uh, My Apache moral doesn't care. says yeah. no. Apache <laughs> it's a doggy dog, dog world out here, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, sometimes you gotta be the shark. But yeah, that was, that's definitely a day I will, I will always remember in my heart. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, he has 27.7 million followers on Instagram. Damn. Crazy. And ever since that day, I've been like, well, shit, now I got to like maintain these followers. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't go minimal effort. Now I actually have to, you know, be part of the algorithm. Yeah. And that's why I do all these reels now. Yeah. That's good, though, keeping up with it, you know, trying to I, get your I stuff try. out there. Yeah. It's a lot harder than I thought, though, that's for sure. I don't know how these social media people do it for a living. Like, like, damn. Respect, actually. I, I I have earned a new respect for that. 
I know they do it daily. Like, I don't even know how we, we, we do this like once a week. We, well, our posts are once a week for the podcast, yeah. at least. Yeah, see, I used to do that, too. I used to be like, yeah, I'll post like once a, once a week or something. It yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah. Everyone does it every day. All these other people. So Multiple times a day. Multiple times yeah. a day. Yeah. It's like one to three times a day or something. And then Crazy. like, a th- like not a thousand, but, you know, a few amount of stories consistently with interaction yeah. and engagement. Yeah, I think that's it's a crazy what, world. That's what you're supposed to do. Like, dude, like studies, like if you like the minimum is like three a day and then like five stories and then a real Mm-hmm. Like IGTV like once a week or something. It's like, I mean, like a live or something. Like, like yeah, like, like the law of averages, man. If you just keep going, one of them's gonna hit. One of them yeah. is gonna go viral. Like at some point, you know. Yeah. My first real, I, mean, I wouldn't say it went viral, but like it got the most attention. That's for sure. Out of the ones I've made, uh, and it was just me doing like a duet of like someone's um, that said like oh, this is procrastination or something. And I'm like, and this is what you do on Instagram. And I'm just playing my Switch. And I'm like, nope, I'm playing my Switch. I'm not on Instagram. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. That one got some traction. It's always it's like the simple ones. People like. Yeah. I, it, it's the curse of an artist. <laughs> it's the one you put the least effort in. <laughs> yeah. The one that you don't expect to do well ends up doing well. I know. I, I it's, it's awful. It's the, it's, it's a good bad feeling because you're happy that yeah it went somewhere but you're kind of sad that like the ones you put more work into just kind of flop yeah and that goes with any like artistic medium i would say right (laughs) so so then you know patrick (laughs) since since we do have arrows here with us right now uh you know transition what what are we thinking about maybe uh another rebrand coming up soon we might have to see if arrows can uh, free up his schedule for us at some point you know we're uh the last episode was uh 25 what was that 40 40 44 episodes ago that was when arrows was just you know figuring out stuff yeah now he, he went have, viral now he has all this experience <laughs> he has 2,000 followers but hey I'm not gonna lie. I just uh, I just made shirts, so. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be you know right yeah. now. I'm just saying, like, yeah. maybe in the next thirty, you know, yeah, maybe for uh, episode 100. Yeah. What what can you uh, what can you uh, do for us, Eros? What I mean, what you guys want it, another logo? What would you change it up? Yeah, like how would well, you? I actually did. I saw something um, on a TV show with like those minimal minimal faces that i that i did for you guys but instead yeah. of filling them in they did uh white space so uh just the background color would you know be your skin color essentially right mm-hmm. and i started thinking like oh i could do something like that and maybe make a few lines thicker but like i think the concept would stay the same i would just kind of change a few finer details um i think i, w- I would want to change the most is the typography because i realized that the hierarchy of it is a little wonky or just a little off so i would also probably change like like the the, the. so I like every so time big. i post you're just like ah that's a little off oh huh? <laughs> well, i mean i kind of criticize my work right at the end of the day i'm kind of saying oh why did i make the the, the so big yeah but that's, that's something i would i would probably change i mean yeah just hit me up i mean 
I give you guys the homie discount because uh, the prices went up. Yeah, how about the, how about the <laughs> second time around, you know? Mm-hmm. Repeat customers. Yeah, I give yeah. the repeat customer and the homie discount. I got you guys. Sheesh, that's like and sounds like sounds free to me. <laughs> sounds free. <laughs> no, I'm just I don't know, man. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, I know. Maybe episode 100, Patrick. We'll see. That's still a while business, from now, so business. so we'll, we'll give. Actually, maybe we shouldn't wait that long. Air's prices are gonna go up even more. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thirty more weeks. Uh, we we know you like you said you're a very artistic guy, but not just with you know graphic design. You talked about before. You, you got a little little love for music in you. I do. So, a little. Uh, a little. You, you got any new music you're working on or? I know you said last time you had an album or a little secret yeah. album that you had. A little secret album. Uh, my the Wombology EP, as I call it. Wombology. Uh, I mean, like I did. Uh, my girlfriend did challenge me to write another album because I, I I do have this this feeling of wanting to to write music again, um, or record something, and I want to do it with the ukulele. And then just kind of hit my desk as a, as like a drum pattern or something. I want something very rustic and like not so productiony, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I I'm thinking of doing uh, for sure. There's nothing concrete yet or anything that I've written or recorded, but it's you know in the back of my head for sure. The beginning process, you know, just coming up with ideas for it. Yeah trying to get inspired trying to find things that how could i what i listen to how could i maybe make this my own and also put it on ukulele i just but, like yeah. i think it's just so hard i feel like it's hard to write music without taking too much from other people I well think. i mean the greatest artists have stolen from each other okay well there goes my just, uh, <laughs> my thing. <laughs> oh, I mean, I they don't. <laughs> I take it back. Everything's original. Everything's original. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, but I mean, you just have to make it better, you know, Patrick. That that's what yeah. you do. You take something, yeah. you make your own. I guess it's just all like, like, how do you even start a song? I wouldn't know? say like, better. But, I mean, words. Uh, do you like try to write the chorus first or do you try to just my approach is melody my that's what i would say so you come up with the music first and then you come up with the lyrics but some people are writers you know they write first and then they come up with the beat that's something i do i just kind of mess around with something yeah some people just aren't as talented as eros you know what kind of genre or what genre would it be the the ukulele album anything yeah uh oh, damn good that, question what would that be i, I guess wh- I would which one would... would you want to go for like yeah. wh- which style would... probably like alternative or something that's what i was thinking all right well is there anything else you want to you want to ask eros here or eros you want to you want to talk about yeah how, how are you guys i you know it's been a while i want to hear from you guys <laughs> oh well, well thank you for asking you know i it's been awful. Now nah, I'm just gonna imagine. Oh, whoa, <laughs> like, whoa. I imagine. No, you know I've been good. Finally, you know. someone asked how I am, and I am <laughs> awful. 
it's always MPP asking how people are doing, not how the people are asking how the MPP is doing. You know, yeah, how's MPP doing? You know, it's been chilling, working. You know, just getting Grinding. through it. You know, yeah, grinding. Oh, yeah, with the, the last time we did this was before the pandemic. It might have been. It was Actually, like January. during. Was it? No, because we started during. during. It was not the during. First, yeah, because we started our podcast during the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the week after, right? Oh, yeah. Every week after shutdown, I think. Yeah, we started doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. Wow, it feels like, uh, feels like time. time yeah. It honestly doesn't feel that long since the last time you were on, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah? Did to me, at least. forever for me. Really? That it was yeah. almost a year ago, September 21st. Hey. Oh, I mean, oh, okay. That's, yeah, it's pretty good. Well, 10-monther. Nine months down. Anyway, sorry. I had a brain aneurysm. Yeah, yeah. How are you guys doing? Then? Back to back to the question. I'm good. good. Uh, yeah, nothing crazy really happened to me so far. But Patrick said, you know, before we started this, he had some crazy stuff going oh, on. Oh, yeah, Patrick. Yeah. How was your day? I, I work at a work at a golf course uh in Monterey, Del Monte Golf Course. If you want to come visit me, come say hello. Shout out. Shout out to Del Monte. Uh well, you know, you, you think working at a golf course, you know, rich people, kinda normal people. Chill vibes. Chill vibes. Are you, you saying know, rich people vibes? are normal people? I think they're the craziest. <laughs> Yeah, it's let's look at Jake Basso. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, so you know, I had a, had a rough day today. Uh, there was a fight, fight on the golf course. You don't hear about that too often. You don't. Yeah. You only hear about this, on, you know, in the middle of nowhere, people get in a fight because of slow play. But uh, yeah, my boss took a took a phone call today and was like, "Hey, uh, there's a fight on number seven. My boss is like, okay, I'll, I'll go check it out. So then uh, he goes and checks it out. And he's like, uh, b- before he leaves, he's like, call security and uh, let them know what's happening. So I call security and I tell them, hey, um, there's a fight on the golf course. And they're like, do you want us to call the police? And I was like, well, my manager didn't say that yet. So uh, no, just hold off. And I, I want to see what he says, blah, blah. So he comes back and he's like, uh, I when I went out there, there was no fighting. Uh, they were kind of playing innocent when they were asked. So it ended up being nothing. But we had two officers and security out there. So pretty crazy stuff. But Do you know why they started fighting? They were kind of drunk to begin with. Oh, right. So they were kind of being loud and playing uh, loud music. So young young kids or? Kind of eh, mid mid 30s maybe young 30 uh, year old crisis yeah the good old <laughs> so wait so you're telling me you can drink on a golf course yeah people get lit i didn't know that it was on it or did they pregame yeah uh oh, both true. both oh, okay oh, both. <laughs> little, little shots before and then beer on the course they were uh hotel guests so oh, okay. definitely a uh, pregame before going out that but, makes sense uh pregame for golf that's kind of funny like who does that <laughs> That yeah. just shows how, like, I'm not going to say easy, but how, like, chill golf is, you know? You can just drink before you go play a sport. Knock back a couple of brews, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just throw some shots, you know? Well, like, what, uh, what other sport can you do that in? 
I feel like and go no, out and I was going to say bowling, but oh, maybe not. Bowling, I would say, yeah. I respect Well, that. okay, what if you're like, well, because um, you can throw that ball hurt someone. A little dangerous. <laughs> but you, I, th- you I think that's uh, the next the one. Slippery, slippery part. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be actually be the next sport would be that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's actually a good one, Eros. I feel like darts too, because isn't like you oh, find yeah. darts? Th- those are at bars. Well, well, let's, let's talk about real sports here. <laughs> oh, real sport? Yeah, I'm thinking like poker. Yeah, <laughs> poker's a good one. I mean, why were we talking about golf in the first Cornhole. place? We we're talking about yeah. real sports. Yeah. Esports. <laughs> Esports. Yeah, playing a little Call of Duty. Yeah, I, I don't want. I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> JK, JK, JK. A yeah, little controversial crazy. here. <laughs> that's pretty crazy, though. Hey, it's those 30 year olds, you know, can't, can't, can't hang. Yeah. Can't hang. Can't hang. They're out of their prime. Yeah, they're past their prime. <laughs> I was just about are. to say that. Like they kind of are, I mean, I feel like their 30s is your prime, though, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I, I think, <laughs> you know, mid 20s to like early 40s is the prime. Is After it? that, you know. You're done with. What's the use? You're done with. <laughs> One of my friends in college, he was he was 30, but he said, "You know, you're getting old when random things start to hurt, mm. like mm. random spots in your back or like any part of your body." And and I'm ever since he said that, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> my back already hurts, so. Yeah, but you play golf, you know. It's not yeah, like a it's not like golf. a random thing, you know. I, I mean, I had knee I have knee pain, but I've had it my whole life, so you know, like. So it's not random. No, it's not random, you know. Okay. I I expect it, you know. <laughs> What's a random body part that just start hurt starts hurting? Like it's just like your left shoulder all of a sudden starts to starts to hurt for no reason, you know. My left cheek. Yeah. Your left cheek. Oh, okay. Maybe oh, your pack. You know. <laughs> oh no. Maybe your heart starts to hurt. That's a little oh, random. That's brand. a little random. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Uh, yeah. Do you, want, do you want to hear my other story? Yeah, yeah, go. It's a little what better. Other what other story? The letter, it's a little better ending. A little, little crazier? Yeah, a little crazier. So, right. this one day, uh, uh, granted, uh, I've only been at this job for two and a half months, and I've already had to call security four times, so... Uh, it's not too good but anyways i was on the phone one day with a customer no i corner of my eye i see this guy walk in he had a black hoodie on a black mask black shirt everything blacked out i was like whoa what the heck i was like i doubt he's gonna be a golfer today suspicious activity call it out i was like uh, my coworker was standing there next to me and uh i was like i was like bro like i kind of motioned to him like hey keep an eye on that guy and so uh, he was asking for like water and food and so, so my uh, co-worker kind of treat, treated him as like a regular customer just to get him outside of the pro shop and i was like hey yeah we got some food outside so this guy kind of got angry and uh he was uh kind of yelled got aggressive towards uh, my coworkers. Uh, one of my coworkers found out that he looked and he had like a backpack on and on the back, it, he had a machete, pretty big machete. It was kind of like, uh, I don't know. Like, like one, when you chop down leaves in the jungle. Yeah. yeah. I, we, we think he was homeless. So it was, he was using it for protection. 
but like wow. still like it was covered it wasn't out or anything but we definitely could see the handle and so that kind of raised uh raised high alert on that and then uh so he was kind of outside and then um one of my coworkers he went out and it was like hey bro like you okay you good like what are you doing here and he's like what do you mean what do you mean I'm, I'm not hurting you i'm not doing anything like why are you coming over here and talking to me blah 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 and he's like i'm not i'm not being aggressive or anything like i'm just chilling and i was like okay bro like now you're getting aggressive so then uh so i had to call security again i had to call security and then they're like uh do you want me to call the police so and what does like, security do they just call the police for you yeah, they have. <laughs> that's, a, that's the second have, time you've called they security. Have a, they have They're a straight like, line to like the you police. You want me to call police, or what do you want me to do? <laughs> like, I'm just security, man. What do you want me to do? Because the police won't answer my call; they will answer the security call faster. So, oh, uh, we got the we got the direct line right in. So, what ended up happening is this guy left the property. Uh, the cops get there. We give them a description of everything. And then uh, the cops actually found him and arrested him. And mm. so uh, it was a little better ending, better ending to the story that everything was was all good. But, uh, you know, you don't see that every day. Just a guy walking in. And, like, wow. the audacity to wander up to a golf course, you know. I mean, it sounds like you if may you not want even some, know. <laughs> want some excitement in your life, go work, out, go work at the Del Monte Golf Course. Yep. Yeah. Sounds well, like that's all my story. Hopefully, that was interesting. That's... No one may cut it. <laughs> Why would I, mean, I cut glad, it? Why would I cut it? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say no, it like that? Telling you, it, do you want me to cut it? <laughs> telling it again, I'm like, ah, eh, it's not that interesting. No, that's good. Again, we do it one more time. It might, might hit. Might one hit more time. This time. Take, it might hit. Two. Hey, third time's the charm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Patrick, for your stories. Those were definitely good ones. I'll I'll keep them in. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm actually gonna keep them in. So uh, that's nuts, but, though. Actually, I'm glad yeah. you're safe because I mean, yeah. it's a crazy situation. He could have yeah. just pulled it out at any second, and exactly, I don't know. And then it would have been ugly. I I I don't think I don't know what I would have done in that situation if you he grab was just a golf club, it, like, throw it at him. I don't know, dude. I think that's I probably would have just that's, ran. That's my instinct. Just, I mean, my. you're at a golf course. You have tons of clubs. <laughs> Throw that shit. My real question is, what would security would have done? It seems like they just call the police or what? Call the police? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm tackling that guy. I don't care. <laughs> Damn. Do they not have, like, a taser or anything? Well, I guess maybe not. Huh? Uh, I doubt. I mean, they don't have it at any other, you know, businesses yeah, that, that people thinking. can walk into. So it wouldn't make sense for... Mm-hmm. A, a golf course to have it and if no one else yeah. has it but that was that was wacky you wanna you wanna do your segment now yeah so um coming off of the machete incident here <laughs> it's kind of similar i'm gonna be doing a little something i've done before a little five minute mystery oh you're gonna yeah like, gonna bring it back i think crime. this is something eros would like so I decided. I like to... true crime. Fun fact: mm-hmm. I've been binge watching true crime stuff as I work, <laughs> so I kind of have it in the background. All right, so so he has a. 
He's prepared. I'm, I'm, I'm experienced. He's been practicing. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's been getting ready for this moment. Um, I did choose one that has only been solved 22% of the time. And what was the been... last one? Like 80%, right? It was like really easy. Yeah, the last, the first one I did, we did this was really easy. It was like a 70% solve rate. Um, this one's 23. So I, I know Eros is a master mystery solver. So I was like, let's, let's give him a tough one here. I'm a sleuth. So I'll go ahead and uh, start it off real quick. So uh, it gives us right away four suspects here. So we got Angelica, Caden, Ross, Wait, and Tony. Wait, can I get my notebook? I want to write yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. down. Hey, get into it. Go ahead and grab the, the notebook. Can you scroll down to the answer? Uh, uh, we don't get the answer until we choose a suspect. So. Ah, fuck. <laughs> There's no answer just given to us. Like I mean, right here on the right, you see. Go- what stops me from Googling this? Hey, Google doesn't have the answer. It's only on this. I made fuck. sure. I mean, you can Google it, but what's, what's, what's the point of having your, your notebook out? Arrows, just solve the mystery, okay? This is for fun. All right, fine, fine, fine. All right, so suspect list is Angelica. Caden, Ross, and Tony, okay? So I'll go ahead and read read through it, and then we can go ahead and just figure it out. If you guys want to say something in the middle, go ahead and be free to just interrupt. And, you know, if you have any ideas, right out of the gate. Are we going to popcorn read? I'll just read it. (laughs) I don't don't want to deal with the calling out. (laughs) All right. All right, Arrow's your turn. (laughs) Okay. So here we go. Oh, Tony. Leslie loved being a stay-at-home mom. Okay, mm. sounds like there's kids involved. I don't like that. You know, one of them's, one of them's getting next year. Uh, contrary to popular belief, she was never bored and always busy. Not only did she have her own two precious angels to look after, three-year-old Angelica. Oh, she's a suspect? She's three. Six-year-old Caden. <laughs> but she also took care of two neighborhood brothers, Ross and Tony Price, ages five and seven. All right, we got some young kids here. I think the mom's dying. Uh, what? <laughs> having four young children in the house always came with lots of surprises so on this beautiful summer day leslie had baking on the leslie had baking on the brain whatever that means after shooing the kids out into the backyard <laughs> to play she got to work an hour later an hour and a half later she was pleased with her final results an apple pie a batch of ginger snap cookies and a dozen double chocolate cupcakes. The kids seemed to be enjoying their time out in the sunshine. As Leslie watched them through the window, the, through the window of the kitchen door. A lot, lot of typos in this one. Uh, she bundled up the pie and the cookies and was just about to put them away and the cup put away the cupcakes when she heard loud crying from the backyard. Leaving the cupcakes on the kitchen counter, she rushed out the kitchen door. She saw that little Ross had gotten stung by a bee. Hey, that, that's tough right on the bottom of his foot. Scooping him up, she brought the other kids in through the kitchen, directing them to go to the playroom. Taking Ross to the upstairs bathroom, she tended to his foot and tried to get him to settle down. Tony, Ross's big brother, came up with them, but eventually Leslie told him to go down to join the other kids. Poor Tony just wanted to help, but his worried questions and nervousness wasn't helping Ross calm down. In time, Ross's tears dried up, but he still wouldn't put pressure on his foot. Leslie carried him downstairs and sat him down on the big comfy chair in the playroom. 
Tony immediately rushed to his side, asking how he felt and trying to give him hugs and kisses in an attempt to make him feel better. Leslie decided she would she should go upstairs and call Mrs. Price to let her know what happened. After calling her, Leslie checked on the kids in the playroom and then went to the kitchen to finish up. As she went to put the cupcakes away, she realized one was missing. All right. So there's only 11 cupcakes. We got a thief out of the 12. So she smiled and shook her head. She knew that leaving her freshly baked cupcakes out in the window was a temptation and that each of the kids enjoyed her double chocolate cupcakes. Oh, double chocolate, huh? Are you, are you raising your hand here? All right, what, yeah. All right, what, what are you going to say? Is someone going to get murdered? Or no, I think it's getting? a stealing of a cupcake. So no a thief. way. So it's a thief. Gosh dang it. Well, let's <laughs> so, pretend so the no cupcake murder. is poisoned. Yeah, let's, let's say, okay, yeah. So uh, the cupcake's poisoned because um, she was about to murder her neighbor of the kids that she watches so she can keep all four kids to herself. Mm. And uh, one of the kids took it and ate it. So now one of the kids is dying. So we have to figure out which kid's dying now. All right. Okay. If you go, if you want to go in a dark direction here, since you guys <laughs> want to murder so badly, um, uh, she she quickly surveyed the kitchen. Nothing looked to be out of ordinary except for uh, one of her large oak kitchen chairs. So heading back to the playroom, she sat down on the couch beside Ross and observed the kids. Ross had gotten a hold of a teddy bear and looked like he was starting to fall asleep oblivious to the story that Tony was trying to read to him. Caden was noisily playing with superhero figurines and Angelica was busy preparing to was busy preparing a pretend meal on the stove of her toy kitchen set. That's us. <laughs> hey, she's into cooking. So, into you know, cooking. if you see you see a, a cupcake, a little baking, a little different than cooking, but you know, mm. same thing, same concept. Um there was no obvious signs that one of the kids had eaten the cupcakes. No chocolate fingers or dirty mouths. Leslie had to assume that the cupcake had been hidden, as none of these kids were particularly neat eaters at this stage in their lives. Angelica was a happy kid. She was a mama's girl and loved helping uh, Leslie in the kitchen and with chores. Uh, right now, Leslie was working on teaching value of patience to her kids, and it was a challenge. Ross was a small, quiet boy, but only, but got along well with others. He absolutely loved sweets, but was a picky eater. Tony played the protecting big brother role, uh, questioning decisions Leslie made. Okay, so he's a little troublemaker, Tony. Uh, but Miss Price had talked to Leslie about the struggles they were having and teaching him not to take things that didn't belong to him. All right, so right away, you got Tony here. Suspect number one, eat the poison cupcake. Caden uh, was the leader of the little group. He was good natured, but he was often bossy with his peers, <laughs> tending to want things his own way. Leslie was constantly reminding him to put others first. Having Ross and Tony around certainly gave him the opportunity to practice. So, after a few moments spent deep in thought, she had the solution. Everyone, come here and sit by me. We have something very important to talk about. After the children gathered, she began saying, you all know that I have been baking this afternoon. I made some double chocolate cupcakes, but now one is missing. Someone took it when I wasn't looking. We all know that is against the rules. Does anyone know what happened? Uh, four sets of wide eyes looked back at her as they all shook their heads from side to side. So there was one little actor in the midst. Well, I know who did it. 
she turned toward the culprit and said, what I want to know, but what I want to know is where have you hidden the cupcake? Who got stung by the bee? Uh, so it's going to be... There was a bee? Get it, bee. <laughs> there was a uh, bee. Uh, it was uh, okay, so Ross. You saw that little Ross and got stung by a bee. So was this after... Okay, she bundled up pie and cookies uh, and was just about to put away the cupcakes when she heard... Okay, so she was about to put the cupcakes away when Ross got stung by a bee. Yeah. So, I mean, she she had Ross the whole time with her. Yeah. Okay. So she took Ross upstairs. So it couldn't have been Ross, right? Because he's is it not? Yeah. As my as that's my deductive reasoning. It's like okay, Ross is with with Madre. Yeah, and then it says Tony went up, came up that with them. Yeah. We're trying to just so it's not trying to help with this, but his word. Okay, so are we deducting that it's not Ross and, and, and I, I, I can say for sure it's probably not Ross. I don't know about Tony yet because Tony's the one that's like the troublemaker, right? That's that's uh, that's a little uh, prejudgmental of you. Hey, right here it says Tony played the ever protecting <laughs> big brother role, often questioning Leslie's decisions. True, true. You know, sounds like Patrick. Hmm. I, I don't know, man. I mean, it did say Angelica likes the, you know, the cooking. And, and mm. what if she's like, oh, I want to pretend to, I also want to bake. So yeah. grab a cupcake, hide it in the oven, right? Yep, yep. Or, so, or and, and then uh, her mom was teaching her patience, which was a challenge, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. And uh, Angelica is starting to be suspect number one. But Ross did love sweets. But he was the one that was but stung. He's picky, though. But he was the one that was stung also. What if, what if he's like, I like white chocolate and not. That's kind of like, racist. So. Oh, yikes. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll, well, it was nice having you guys. Nice so, 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 what, so what we've got from this is Ross is racist <laughs> as a, uh, how old is he? Five, five-year-old. <laughs> a, ra- a racist five-year-old. Um <laughs> Um, uh, wait, okay, what's Caden doing? Yeah. I don't know. They don't really mention Caden. Angelica. So Caden well, was Angelica's the, playing. Caden's the leader, you know. He's he 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 was telling oh. people what to do. He he's telling mm. Angelica to steal the cupcake. He's he was the often big, bossing. He's dude. the big brother. I think. How old is he? Oh, wait, go down, go down. Six. He's six. I stopped right there. Let me see. I saw something about Caden. It said Caden was noisily playing with superhero figurines. Oh, okay, no, but that's during she's sitting down. With the yeah. Kids. So this this other paragraph right here is they're all sitting in the same room. Yeah. Um, Angelica's preparing the meal. I'm I'm in the impression. Oh, but what if like Caden is like. He gets it and he's like, oh, let me hide it in your toy set without knowing, you know, like, like in Angelica's. And there's supposed to be clues in this somewhere. So, um, <laughs> I mean, that whole paragraph could be clues. So. I don't think it's Ross. I don't, think, I don't it's... think it's Ross either. I think it could be Tony getting a little, little cupcake for his hurt brother. Oh, that's. That's thinking outside the box. I like that. Mm. 
And what's Tony doing? Well, it's it said he went up, right? Yeah, he went up there. But he was starting to fall asleep. Obviously, the story that Tony was trying to read to him. Oh yeah, Tony's reading a story. Okay. What if he's hiding it? I think there's just like this. Angelica's a decoy. I think yeah. I think they're like she's playing with the kitchen, so it's gonna be there, right? So I think it's a little that's where my misdirection, you know. Yeah. yeah. So what are you guys thinking? I'm, okay, you know, after thinking about the Angelica thing, I'm leaning towards Caden or Tony. Patrick, what are you thinking? I think, yeah, Caden or Tony. It says that Caden uh, was the leader of the group. He was good-natured, but he was often bossy with his peers, tending to want things his own way. I think it's Tony. Because Ross loves sweets, and he was hurt. Tony's the big brother, wants to take care of him. Yeah. So he got him a little cupcake, cheer him up. I'm going with the shocker of Caden. No, Caden? I'm going with Tony. I'm going to go with Tony. I'm going to follow Tony. All right, so we got two Tonys here, so we'll go with Tony, and then we'll see what happens. All right? I swear to God, it's Angelica. (laughs) I know, but we're overthinking it. Right. Any second now. It was wrong. Wow. So, uh, Caden's wide-eyed look turned into a scowl. So it was Caden. Oh, it was Caden. How'd you know it was me? It could have been anyone. Mom, not fair. Caden, here is how I know it was you. First, your little sister is much too small to reach the kitchen counter, and she mm-hmm. isn't strong enough to move the kitchen chairs. She couldn't have taken the cupcake because she couldn't reach it. She did say something about an oak chair, but, you know, it was, oh, long, it was a long story, you know. Ross was with me most of the time, even when I went upstairs to make the phone call. He still didn't want to walk on his sore foot, so he wouldn't have walked all the way to the kitchen. Tony was worried sick about Ross and sat down at his side as soon as I brought Ross back to the playroom. He was in the same spot when I returned from my phone call. I think he was too busy worried for Ross to think about taking the cupcake. That leaves you. All right, that's it. No, there's more to it, but I don't think the rest matters. You know, it's just like thank you for being honest, Kaden. All right, that sucks. Kaden walked over to Angelica's (laughs) kitchen and got a cupcake. I guess Kaden. I mean, yeah, Kaden died. Yep, Kaden ate the poison cupcake, and uh, you know that just shows if you're greedy, you will die. So I just want you guys to know (laughs) we couldn't save him. We had one chance. Uh, Patrick, you chose Caden, right? I just want you guys yeah. to know I am two for two in mysteries here. That's true. He got the first one right, too. Ah, we both did. Whatever. Yeah. So, Patrick, the ultimate private investigator, detective, figuring out all the right. solutions, seeing a machete on the back of a person, finding yep. the poison cupcake. Yeah. You just didn't Calling find it fast enough. Added to the list, you know? Just, just Patrick's just one of those guys, you know. Just, just does a little bit of everything else. So, yeah, he's a Renaissance man. <laughs> he's another Renaissance man. I mean, not as much as me, but he, he's getting there. You know, he's on his way yeah, up. Getting... Maybe he gets one more mystery right, then maybe he's on the level. But right now, <laughs> he's one mystery behind. Yeah, well, that's it. That's all I got here for uh, 
this episode with Eros. Thank you for coming on once again. Did you want to go ahead and just plug any of your uh, social medias here? Yeah, that'd be wonderful, actually. Uh, so you can get, you guys can find me on Instagram at EGL uh, Design. Um, you can also look at my portfolio. Uh, the URL is E Gonzalez with a Z uh, Lopez dot my portfolio dot com. Uh, if you want to look at my work on there, um, yeah, just you know, thanks for having me on again. It was fun. It's always nice catching up with you guys. So thanks. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's all. It's always fun doing a, a podcast with the guests. You know, yeah. just especially Eros. Oh, that, thank you, thank you so. Much. That means a lot. Number one, number <laughs> yeah, he, one. He, on also, the our number one listen to yeah, episode. How so. can we not? Hey, make him back to back. Make him one and two after this. You know? Yeah, please. That'd be, that'd be impressive. And then, um, yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll post his uh, portfolio on our instagram and twitter and we'll at see the you MPP guys. Live. yeah at the mpp live on instagram and twitter of course if you guys want to go ahead and find out if you, if you don't want to remember his information just go check it out on our social medias now at the mpp live so or remember it you know that's okay oh. too or go on our social medias you know oh. <laughs> either one <laughs> all right well it's been another episode of the mpp the noah and patrick podcast and we'll see you guys next week